I'm Rachel Thomas, and this is the Hustle vs. Flow podcast. I am so super pumped that you're here, and I cannot wait to show you how to get the ultimate fulfillment out of your career and take it farther than you ever thought possible. Listen, we all love the hustle, but now it's time to tune into that flow and reap all the benefits of your hard work. Join me as I share the mindset techniques to strike an energetic balance to your corporate grind so that you can thrive. You in? Okay, let's do it. Let's find alignment in business and life with the ultimate matchup, hustle versus flow. Hi guys, I am Rachel and this is the Hustle vs. Flow podcast. I know I say this every time, but I am seriously so excited to share the next few episodes with you because they are just going to be so like mind blowing. Like I, I I promise you, and they're going to provide you with more in-depth understanding of how to like take control of your mindset and achieve just like crazy, crazy aspirations. So now In the very first episode, I told you that it was time to make your mind hustle for you. Does anyone remember that? I did this like funny little rhyme that was totally like unintentional, but then it it turned into magic. I mean, for me anyway. Anyway, I absolutely meant it. And whether you're aware or not, there are 12 universal laws to success. So similar to say like the law of gravity, they are always happening and do not turn off and on so when you you know you start to understand them you can more intentionally use them in your favor like literally making your mind hustle for you so these 12 universal laws of success can be a lot of information you know to digest and i know your time is so valuable so i'm actually going to break them up into three separate episodes and this will obviously be part one you don't really necessarily need to listen to them in any particular order. Um, it's it's just it's easier in my head. Like if I take them in small bites at a time. Also important, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, you know, try to keep an open mind. You'll hear me mention words like universe, but just you know, lean into whatever seems the most believable to you. Whether that's God, the divine source, whatever just you know resonates with you the best or most. Okay, we good? Ready to get started? All right, the very first universal law of success is the law of attraction. Now, it's very possible that, you know, a lot of you have already heard of this particular law. There was actually a movie created um, several years ago called The Secret. I think it's actually still available on Netflix if you want to Google it. But um, if you haven't watched it, it's actually pretty inspiring. Um, It's a little bit hard to grasp as reality. And, you know, that's why having an understanding of all 12 universal laws will help you make a more literal and just help you make more subtle mind shift, mindset shifts, um, you know, into your own life. So with that said, the law of attraction can be defined as the magnetic power of the universe that draws like to like. So like thoughts, like ideas, people, um, situations, circumstances, um, all of that. 
So like attracts like. So if you are maybe constantly thinking about how unfair life is and you're feeling frustrated or overwhelmed, you will attract more of that into your life like a magnet. And in a way, what you think about will eventually materialize into reality. I'll get kind of dive a little deeper in that too, but basically all you need to know is law of attraction means like attracts like. And to me, this, I mean, this thought was a little terrifying because, you know, my mind immediately goes to the times I'm being super negative or like just having those kind of like scary idle thoughts. But really the law of attraction isn't that literal, thank God. It, it doesn't mean your thoughts become your reality immediately. It more focuses on the thoughts that you have on repeat that induce some sort of feeling or emotion. So those thoughts plus feelings create a vibration. You always have the option to redirect and shift those thoughts to neutral though. Um, so, you know, the most practical way to put this into practice, just, just be more aware of your ongoing, you know, dominant thoughts um, and, and just how impactful they can be. Okay. All right. Let's keep moving. Law of vibration. So I just told you that thoughts and feelings create a specific vibration. I'm not going to go too far into like the science and quantum physics around it, but simply put like everything is energy right down to like the subatomic level. Like those particles of energy are always vibrating. So like um, take like water, for instance, and how we learned at a young age about how the molecules in water vibrate um, in its different states. So when it's in solid state, um, ice, when it's just liquid and, um, and when it's gas or steam. So each molecule has a vibrational frequencies. So everything is energy. So your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, they emit their very own vibrational uh, frequency, frequency, if you will. So just depending on how you feel about something. So the, the highest vibrational frequencies or, or high vibes or thoughts, those are going to be the thoughts um, and feelings about like things you desire or anything that brings uh, gratitude and empowerment, peace, uh, joy, love. All of those are very high vibe, um, high vibrational frequencies. Now, in contrast, the lowest vibrational frequencies or low vibes are thoughts and feelings about things you do not desire or um, anything that brings like anxiety or um, anger, fear, jealousy, grief, um, guilt, any insecurities or um, like shame. So according to the law of vibration, you become an energetic or vibrational match for how you feel about something. So let's use a really common example. Maybe you are constantly feeling anxious about money or the idea that there is never enough. So if you're having those feelings a lot, you are becoming a match for more of those feelings and you will continue to manifest adversity surrounding your finances. And I, who wants that? No one, not me, not you, not one person. And I'm not saying that you have to, you know, always feel joyful about your finances, 
but just shifting into a higher vibrational thought path, you know, like contentment or safety will vastly improve your situation. And here's why I want to show you a really fun exercise. So um, just stop for a moment and think about how you would feel and what kind of emotions you'd be having if money was no object and it is flowing easily, you know, just flowing right into your bank account. Maybe you're paid the salary you've always dreamed of and you can afford to buy everything you've ever wanted, everything you need. Start to kind of maybe map out what a day in the life of this, you know, new you is. You know, maybe you wake up and, you know, you start your day with this amazing skincare routine and you, um, you know, you go to the gym and then once you get ready for work, you pull up to Starbucks and get your favorite drink. This is your daily routine because when you make as much money as you do, a $5 coffee every single day is fun and makes you feel really great. So when you go to that, you know, that space and allow yourself to feel those emotions, you're creating this new vibration and especially surrounding your finances. Even if it's imagined, the law of the law of vibration says that you'll attract those experiences into your life. Okay? Okay, now I really want Starbucks. Anyways, moving on. Next up, we have the law of oneness. So this law states that we are, um, we're all like connected to each other and to one source or, you know, we are God, we are connected to God. Um, we are connected to the universe. Um, you know, this is the perfect place for you to insert in whatever, you know, resonates with you the most divine, whatever, but we are all one and there is no separation not by race, not by gender, not by status or job title or social class. We are all one. So there are several different ways to interpret the love oneness. So I'll kind of give you a few, I guess, more practical explanations. So let's say you perceive a coworker or acquaintance, a friend, you know, whatever, someone on Instagram as just having it all or you know being successful in business they seem to have this wonderful family and they just always seems to be they always seem to be just enjoying life enjoying the fruits of their labor and um, you can choose to see this in two different ways you can one be jealous of that person and begin to feel insecure or frustrated about your own status and further separate yourself from that level of success or you can choose to be happy for that coworker or acquaintance or random person on Instagram and really take it as a sign from the universe of what is available to you too it's like the car the vacations the dream job the beautiful family if he or she can have it and you're seeing it you can have it too does that make sense? Okay, so another way to interpret the law of oneness is that if we are all connected and on this journey together, then everything you do impacts those around you on some level. So think about it in a simple, like pay it forward example. Maybe you are out at a restaurant and just had this 
amazing service. And so you have decided, you know what, I'm going to leave this guy a huge tip. Now that particular waiter, you know, maybe he really needed that money. And now he, you know, he has a new outlook on life and he decides, you know what, I'm going to pay it forward and I'm going to pay for the coffee of this woman in line behind me who maybe had a really shitty morning and was late to work and now suddenly has turned her day around because this guy bought her a cup of coffee. So all three individuals have now been impacted by each other on some level. And the law of oneness says that the actions we take affect others, yes, but what you think and say about others can be just as impactful. Whatever you wish upon others, you are actually wishing upon yourself. So anything you say about others, um, you're, you're saying about yourself. And like, here's the deal. I am no angel here. But if you could work on one thing right now, and especially in the workplace, it would be to stop or at least reduce greatly your gossip. <laughs> and I know, like, I get it. I get it. I've done it too. I continue to do it. I, I know that no one is perfect, but it is a slippery slope and we're all human. But look at it in a different way. If your subconscious mind takes everything personally, which it does, and you talk out loud about another coworker, your subconscious mind actually assumes that you're, you're thinking that and talking about yourself. And you'll only manifest more feelings of insecurity and judgment and all that bullshit into your own life. So when you realize that you're only hurting yourself, you'll just be a little bit more motivated to just nip it in the bud or just be more aware of when you're doing it. Okay, so last one for today um, before my mind gets all mushy. Law of correspondence. So this particular law states that everything is a mirror of ourselves. So think about your current reality, where you are right now. It is actually a reflection of your innermost thoughts. So maybe you were thinking a lot of things several months ago that got you to the point you are today. So basically law of correspondence says that there is a direct correlation between how you think and feel on the inside and what you experience on the outside, like in your reality. So if there's something you wanna change in your external reality, then obviously you need to change your perspective of that circumstance. Okay, sorry, my son needed a very specific Spider-Man book. So I had to quick, take a quick little break. Anyway, so um, back to law of correspondence. So we just talked about, you know, needing to change your perspective of a certain circumstance, right? So there is a motivational speaker and just world-renowned author named Wayne Dyer. And he very famously said, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So let's take this into a real life situation. Maybe you have the perception of your boss not valuing you, or um, maybe you are frustrated with a coworker that you think is lazy. So they will continue to be like that until you change your perception. It really has nothing to do 
if they really do value you or if they really are lazy. It is all your perception. So to change that perception, you just have to reframe it. So reframe, you don't think your boss values you to, you know what? My boss actually does have a lot of respect for me, and especially when I am super focused and really productive. So it doesn't have to immediately be reframing it to my boss does value me. Just kind of switch it up a little bit so it's it's more believable. You're just kind of reaching for that next best, you know, more positive thought. And a reframe for maybe a coworker that you think is lazy could be okay. Um my cook my coworker is always, you know, willing to lend a hand and especially when I tell him exactly what it is I need help with. So there are some just quick examples of how you can take these negative perceptions about a certain person or situation and just reframe them. And they don't have to be positive. Like honestly, if you can just get yourself to a neutral thinking thought, that will completely diffuse all of the negativity surrounding that particular person or circumstance. So in summary, if the law of correspondence states that everything is a mirror of ourselves and we created this reality with our thoughts, well, then that just means that daydreaming can be really powerful. And at the very least, it makes you a little more mindful of, you know, what experiences you want to stop having and maybe cognizant of those experiences that you'd like to continue. So that kind of wraps up our First, for universal laws, what did you think? Do you feel enlightened? Are you a little confused, maybe perplexed? I mean, my biggest goal here was just to give you this information and in, in small doses so that you can, you know, really put them into practice right away. You know, ask questions and even journal about things that you're maybe doing well right now and even perhaps the things that you'd like to change. But keep in mind, even something as simple as listening to this episode is an act of personal growth. I mean, isn't it empowering to realize that you can focus on your thoughts, reframe them, and change your entire reality? Wild. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode and don't forget to tune in next week as we continue talking about the 12 universal laws of success and the practical ways to apply them into your own life. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe and follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Flow, where I'd love to continue the conversation and hear about any big takeaways that you may have had and share with you some of my favorite books, meditations, and even other podcasts that I think are really helpful. Until next time, I'm Rachel Thomas with the Hustle vs. Flow podcast.